babosos. Hola chicas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? My name is Gigi and I am Braulio and like always, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast tell your friends about the show it would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here we appreciate all the support Today we are talking about La Más Draga 3, episode 5, La Más Famosa, which translates to The Most Famous. Um, What are your general thoughts on this episode? This was... It was really neat to see everyone kind of pulling another side of them out of their bag of tricks. And one thing that I noticed was that specifically because of what they were doing, because they were um, impersonating famous people, they they were asked to kind of leave themselves behind. So these characters, these drag personas that, that the girls have been creating for some for years, some for months, um, they they kind of have to leave them behind and completely um, envelop themselves in these existing people, which are kind of characters of their own already, but yeah. Yeah, this is the first episode, well, the one of the first um, challenges that... I don't know. I feel like this is different than what they've done before. Even though they've had like acting mm-hmm. challenges, they have never had to like impersonate somebody. So mm-hmm. this was really fun. I mean, obviously, I think it was inspired by Snatch Game. Even the the setup was kind of like that. Um, did it work? Um, I think they they could have done better for sure, just to showcase the the actual how invest or how good they were at their characters because i think it was a little short and they all just answered one question which was not not enough to (laughs) to really get into their characters but um Mm -hmm. but it was really fun i had a lot of fun watching this it was an hour and 30 minutes it felt like an hour so that's good usually if it's like a slow episode i just feels like it's dragging on but not this one it went pretty pretty quick so, I mean, yeah, those are my general thoughts. Um, the other thing was that when they, when the girls were told that they were going to have to impersonate someone, Rudy, I think, Rudy mentioned that, oh, I, I do um, imitate people, but it's usually international stars. And as far as what they showed, they didn't say that the part of the rules were, were that it had to be someone from Latin America, I guess. And mm-hmm. so it was, I don't know. I don't know if they if they would have had a chance to do, do other people or not. But, I mean, in the end, they, they all ended up playing 
Latino characters. And I don't know, maybe some of them could have shown a little brighter if they would have gone with their uh, original thoughts or, or with characters that they're good at already, I guess. Specifically, I'm speaking about Rudy, as she said. Yeah, um, I believe part of it was they had to do a Mexican celebrity. I think that's what Johnny mentioned. Oh, did he? So, yeah. So they had to pull from from inspiration or they had to portray somebody or impersonate a Mexican celebrity. Um, yeah, so I guess we should get into it. Um, Johnny Carmona walks into the dressing room and introduces this week's challenge. The contestants are to embody a famous Mexican celebrity and present it on the main stage. The winner will be named La Más Famosa. But it wouldn't be La Más Draga if there wasn't a little twist. Pepe y Teo inform the contestants that they will also be portraying their characters in a game show where they will have to seduce a man while still fully embodying their characters. To help them practice, Pepe y Teo enlists the help of professional impersonator Ricky Lips. So, in the beginning, Johnny... In the beginning, Johnny created drag. No, um... He starts talking about something about carbon. Like, carbon? Or, like, carbon. That's what I wrote. I was like, carbon? No, carbon, which is, um... Coal. Coal. And I think he was trying to say something about how this competition is very tough. So, it kind of, like see themselves as coal that turn into diamonds. I don't know. I got lost in his little explanation. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> like, coal? What? Yeah. I think the general sense or the of, of that speech was like, take any negative energy, negative opinions, or um, either from others or from yourself, and let it, like, energize you and ignite you to be better and i guess that was the metaphor the whole coal metaphor yeah johnny and his metaphors um so madison i think she's feeling vindicated from her past episode where they were like why are you somebody else you need to be yourself and stop impersonating people and now i mean they didn't say that exactly but they kind of told her that they want to see her her drag character and in this episode, they're like, okay, everybody's going to be somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she was probably like, mm-hmm. yes, finally. And I, th- and I think it was the last episode where they mentioned, I think during the um, the judging, that there's, a, like, there's controversy within the drag community about those mm-hmm. who imitate or do impressions of of other people and if that is actually drag or if it's actually art uh, and stuff like that so i i guess they were hinting at what this episode was going to be about or maybe it was just a coincidence i was thinking maybe they just came up with it just in the moment they were like oh we should probably Uh, do something like that but I don't think, I mean, I guess this was kind of already planned. I, I doubt they would do that. 
But I think you're right. They might have already had something in mind. So they were just trying to really like hit that storyline. Like to see. Yeah. I at first I was like, okay, Regina's gonna do Valentina. I was expecting her to do Valentina, were oh, you? Yeah. yeah, but would that have counted as an international star then? True. I mean she's from she's from LA, so yeah. I don't know if that would have worked. Um yeah. why did Madison get money from is it Pepe? I think it's Pepe. Mm-hmm. Pituca. Because uh, Johnny called them Pituca and Pitaca or something like that. Oh, um, but yeah, so it was, mm, I think it was, it was the first episode maybe. If I remember correctly, they had to, it was like during a mini challenge and she won something. Hmm. And they gave money to the other winner of the other team and then to her team they didn't I think it was that i do not remember that good for no. you for having that memory because i don't remember <laughs> i was like i guess i, I maybe wrong <laughs> yeah i was like i don't know did she sell them drugs what happened like <laughs> i don't know um not that sinister, i don't think <laughs> yeah the one thing that i wanted to bring up is what happened to Oh, we don't know anything that's happening in the show. We don't know anything. Like, remember when Pepe Dill came in, they were like, we don't know, know what happened in the show. We didn't look. Nobody told us anything. And that kind of went out the window because this time they're like, oh, yeah, that lady went home. And then this happened. And then you did really great. And then they're also in the Salseo, which is like the untucked. They're, mm-hmm. they're like featured in it because sometimes they pop in and they're just kind of like telling the girls like hey what's up whatever but they fully know what's happening yeah or maybe they were just asleep the last couple of times and now they finally decided to wake from their nap or something uh yeah i don't know so this time there's no they say there's no mini reto but there kind of is this whole long scene of them choosing their um character that or their person that they're gonna imitate which by the way do you think they they already had this like i didn't like we talked about it a little bit but do you think they told them beforehand or do you think they just came up with it because like on the spot because i feel like they already had the costumes and some of them already knew what they were gonna do well, yeah, because I, doesn't it work similar to um, Drag Race where they kind of tell them the challenges ahead of time and that way mm-hmm. they can come prepared? I, I could see it having changed at some point just because, uh, as we will see, as some of them mentioned, like they, they kind of made it a storyline that some of the girls had trouble getting their dresses made their their looks made so oh yeah they were mentioning a lot about ordering and ordering their dresses at the last minute and, and stuff so i i could see that being a factor in that but yeah they probably had just had it already set up prepared you know what i think they might have told them like bring a look 
like impersonating somebody, but they didn't tell him like, you're going to have to act mm. like them. Cause that's True. why Rudy had to change at the last minute. Cause she's like, I can't do the voice. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause a and lot really, of them seem, did seem surprised about the yeah. actual, this portion of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you were already getting into it. Uh, all I wanted to say is that I'm happy that they're bringing in drag queens that are not from the show, like Ricky Lips, because mm-hmm. she's an actual professional. She impersonates people. And so I like that. I like that they're bringing in, like, well-known drag queens and giving them some airtime so we can get to know them, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did you want to talk about the... Like the little, I guess the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they tell them, as you mentioned, that, that it was going to be kind of like a dating show. So at the same time that they are impersonating their characters, they have to kind of think on the spot. But we'll talk about that part of the challenge later. Yeah, so they each like try to pick a... Um, a famous person for them to imitate. And in general, I feel like Vicky Lips gave them pretty good advice just because, like you were saying, she's she's good at imitating people and she's she knows how to grab like those features from and mannerisms from the artists and is kind of able to express them so that we know who they are. So I think she mm-hmm. she was really helpful in that. Yeah, I mean, let's just run through everybody that what who everybody chose. Um, yeah. So Raga is Gloria Trevi, Ivisa yeah. is Irma Serrano, Miss Tabu is also Irma Serrano, Memo is Cantiflas, Winter is the president of Mexico, Amlo. I forgot his full name, but that's his like nickname. Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador. That. Rudy <laughs> is Nurka. Madison is Maria Felix. Luna is Veronica Castro. Regina is La India Maria. And Aviesk is Doña Lucha, which is the only character that I didn't know. Well, that one and AMLO. I didn't know who they were. Yeah. But let's just talk about the ones that stood out through, like, in this little um, rehearsal. Like, somebody that had an issue or somebody that really, that you immediately thought, oh, okay, they're going to kill it. Uh, obviously, Raga uh, really stood out to me. She seemed to just automatically get what Gloria Trevi is about in that in that brief moment that she showed. So she's yeah. really confident in it. Yeah, that was the one I was like, okay, she's good. She's cute. She's she's good. She's gonna be fine. Cause she already had she already made Pepe Tell laugh. So I was like, she's mm-hmm. gonna be safe at least. The uh, the one that really had that well, like the interesting um choices is that Ivisa and Mista had the same character. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever happened, even in like Snatch Game. I don't think we've ever had two people do the same character like in a show. What did you think about that? I don't. I don't know why they would. One of them wouldn't have changed. 
They should have, I mean, I guess it was, again, that last minute thing. And, and they're like worried about changing their character. But I feel like that's always automatically a disadvantage for whoever does not not so great. Because then they start to compare the two of them instead of just, okay, just comparing it to themselves and, and how they did. So I, yeah, I feel like one of them should have should have switched. Yeah, I think so too. Because it's just gonna be bad unless you really know that you can do it. Then I wouldn't have. But if you don't feel like like you can actually do the character better than anybody else, I would I would have changed it. Because I think that would have saved. Well, actually, none of them were in the bottom two, so I guess it worked. But yeah, I think I think they just kind of. Like we said, like they didn't have a backup plan. Like they were just like, oh, we're going to do this. And they already had the costumes. So it was pretty hard for them to come up with something. Mm-hmm. It's not like they like on uh, Drag Race where they're like, oh, you have to bring three characters. I think here they just brought what they brought. And that's, you know, they just had to work with it. Yeah. The other one, I, I think Winter was was really worried about she kind of fell flat during the rehearsals and then they asked her okay so do you have another character in your back pocket and she's she said Laro Leon and they asked her to give them the impression of Laro Leon and it never <laughs> came out she just chickened out and that's when I knew I was like oh no this was the one that Ricky was like, I, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you chose the president. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. Exactly. And I think she said she wanted to take it into kind of a, like a political, um, political satire kind of thing. But uh, she never showed any of that. She didn't actually go for it. Yeah. I don't think she even, well, we'll talk about it, but I don't think she even attempted to to have mm-hmm. a voice or to, like, impersonate the president. I think it was just a look. Um, yeah. All right. I, I want to go back to a little bit to Ivisa because Enrique, she was saying something to a lot of the girls or a lot of the contestants that was kind of like, I feel like it scared them because I know that Ivisa, she chose or she said that she wanted to do Irma Serrano because she was kind of, I want to say like she could make fun of her like in a really kind of, um, I don't want to say like vulgar way, but like she can go dirty, I guess, and say things about like her plastic surgery and all these things. And then, and then Ricky was like, no, 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 no. You have to be respectful of the character or of the person because these people have histories and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that might have scared her. And that's why Mm -hmm. she didn't go as far as she she would have gone. But she did the same thing to certain to other people. But I think if Ivisa would have followed what she had planned, maybe she would have bombed really hard. (laughs) Like... Probably. What if she didn't make it funny? What if she it was just offensive? And what if it crossed that line? 
that could have been really, really bad too. So maybe she saved her from uh, being eliminated. That could be true. I mean, that's true. Cause, cause they were really unlike drag race. I feel like they were really focusing on like, Oh my gosh, you were just like the person. It didn't Mm -hmm. really matter if they were funny or not. Mm -hmm. They were like actually looking for like the mannerisms and the voice and all this stuff. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think you're right. I think Ivisa was wanting to make it funny. And I guess that wasn't the main, the main uh, point of the challenge. Anybody else that stood out? Madison did really well. I think she, she nailed it. I don't really know what Maria Felix sounds like. So I, that was a tough one for me. I know the judges were keen on it, but uh, I don't know. I, that was a tough one. Veronica Castro Luna was pretty good in the rehearsal for Veronica. Um, and I think, again, Ricky Lips gave, gave her some good advice as well. Mm. I think of Yes, because the only other one that was like, you knew she was going to just bomb this yeah this challenge she i mean she's told us time and time again that she's not an actress and although i feel like i feel like she's her own worst enemy like i I think she like holds herself back and she can definitely do um, a lot more than than she thinks because as i mentioned she impressed me in in like the acting challenge last time yeah i think she she can definitely push herself a little further, but I didn't know. I didn't know who Don, Doña Lucha was. Mm. I did not either. Um, it was clearly a character that somebody does, but I don't know that mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's as far as the the rehearsals. I feel like this is. I love that they brought, like I said, that they brought Ricky Lips, who's a professional, and actually gave him pointers, and. And they better have, because this, this was like an actual surprise challenge. They didn't know that they had to impersonate people. So it's good that they had that. All right. So I think after this, they just go back to the dressing room. And they start talking about, I mean, it's not really important. But I mean, we can we can talk about it if you want. I mean, the, the only thing that, that happens is uh, Miss Taboo is taking on her cards and reading everybody's future and telling them when they're going to die and when they're going to find a husband and who's going to leave the competition and who's going to backstab people. Um, it was, it was just like a fun kind of key key moment, but nothing really happened. I don't know if you want to talk about something. This is, this was like a, at least that portion of this Camerino scene, they could have definitely cut this out and maybe gave us an extended dating show scene mm-hmm. for the reto instead of uh, any of this this they could have cut and like put it in i don't know they've been adding like extra stuff at the at the end uh, or after the episodes and just put it in an extra video or something i just feel like that was it's sure it's fun seeing them interact but it's it was a little too long. The thing that we kind of already spoke about that actually tied into the rest of the episode was that he and again, Evisa is the one who starts the drama and kind of gets Memo to talk about 
another drag queen who is or was his friend and who he hired to make make the I think is the look for this challenge or a look. Mm-hmm. It sounded like they don't really specify, but it sounded like it could have been for this challenge. And the the person ended up not even making it for them. And they kind of just like strung memo along instead of telling him, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And uh, I need to find someone else. Um, and the funny thing was that Ivisa says that she commissioned a dress from the same person last minute and she got it like in time. And I don't know if she was playing, but Luna says the same thing. She's like, I ordered two dresses and she got them too. So there's definitely no friendship for Memo there anymore. Yeah, that was really messed up. That somebody and they were saying like Evis I think mentioned and she was like I think that was personal because you know I ordered a dress and it was fine. Yeah, yeah, because um, you'd think if it's like mm, something that makes you money and this is something that you that you like your business right, then you'd think you want to be um, good to your customers. So there has to be something else between them that this person didn't even care. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they say they ha- that happens a lot. And Yadi even mentions it on stage. She's like, she gives like, uh, kind of, she turns to the camera pretty much. And she's <laughs> like, babosos. Porque, you know, like, she's really upset about it. Right there. <laughs> she like, really goes in. How did... How did she know? She knows everything. Like I'm, I'm sure she's backstage, just like behind the camera, because she literally knows, like when they freaking eat. They know like who they're talking to, who's putting up, who's zipping up their dresses. Yeah, it's everything. Like unless just you know, cheese man. Everybody's just talking about what everybody else is doing. So, uh, yeah, I mean that sucks for Memo. It's really, really sucks. And they also mentioned that drag is expensive, which it is. And they they talk about how the fans are like, why are you wearing that again when I just saw you (laughs) wear that? And those shoes are like from last week. So why are you wearing those again? And yeah, it's just really um, annoying. Yeah, well, you think... You think those little dollars that they put in your panties buys enough to buy another whole look? It takes a while. (laughs) Exactly. Like, if you want them to change their outfit, support them financially. Give them more than a dollar. And maybe they'll change their shoes. (laughs) All righty. Just for you. Yeah, just for you. Size 10, please. Thank you. Um. So, all right. So we should move on to the runway. Vamos a la pasarela. La categoría es la más famosa. And we can talk about their looks and how they did in the challenge. Okay. So the first one is going to be Raga Diamante. 
portraying Gloria Trevi. Yeah, uh, as we hinted at earlier, I, she did super well as far as impersonating Gloria. She got the voice down, the mannerisms. Ah. Um, yeah. So they each got like kind of free reign to to do whatever they wanted in order to uh, show their character because some of them all they did was walk on stage or you know like do the mannerisms and others uh actually like stopped the pasarela and they actually did like a little speech or performance um so it was kind of like varied in that way so she was one of the ones that i think she she was singing right i think she sang yeah she sang a little bit yeah and she sounded she sounded like gloria and one thing that I want to mention because, or maybe we'll do it once. Yeah, we'll do it once we get to the Indy Maria. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Raga did really great. I think the look is not like my favorite thing that I've seen on her. It's just, I mean, it it is early Gloria Trevi. It's just, that's the kind of stuff that she used to wear, kind of like very cheesy kind of teen pop singer, but always, always trying to be like ragged by <laughs> ripping the clothes and having like strips of of the material. Uh, so, I mean, it, it definitely matches. I just don't really like the combination of colors and, and stuff. And the wig is a little off. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> to me yeah. that's why i like it because it's just so it, that's what she used to wear she literally wore trash <laughs> yeah i feel like gloria see memo, like memo why do you need to buy your dresses from other people just pick trash right up and you can still be famous yeah super easy i do it <laughs> and um i feel like gloria trevi is like the avril lavigne of the <laughs> Cause she was like all like trying to be so different, but then she wasn't really. It was all like and, fronting. Yeah. But anyways, Raga is my favorite queen on this season and I love everything she does. I'm biased a little bit, but even though I'm biased, I think she did amazing. She had me laughing. She had me laughing just cause it was so ridiculous and she was having fun with it which I think a lot of the contestants forgot to do. She was just mm -hmm. having fun. And I mean, I feel like we didn't really need people talking on stage. I just want to see looks when on, on the runway. So okay. they need to stop with that. I appreciate it, but I just want to see the looks and then get to the challenge. Um, that's why it takes mm -hmm. so long. Like literally the runway is like 15 minutes. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. That That's another thing. They could have like put that time into the we'll call it snatch game whatever it is yeah like make, why don't you just make the runway thing the challenge instead of doing the challenge and the runway and have him talk and it's just like a lot i was confused i was like is this the challenge are they even gonna do it i was honestly confused when she started talking mm -hmm. but anyways i love her and I, I think she did amazing obviously i think she portrayed Gloria trevi and she actually, it, the thing was not to make it funny, but she made me laugh. 
and in the in the challenge the challenge was kind of dumb to begin with so she did the best she could do she answered the question that they asked her pretty well and um yeah as far as everybody else i i think she was for me my favorite she was my favorite of the night the next contestant is memo memo Reiri portraying cantiflas Mm-hmm. Um, Cantinflas and True and True, he did it in black and white. He did not stop in the middle of the runway, which I appreciate. Me too. Yeah, especially because the way that they edit it, like the sound, it kind of like hurts my ear. Like the sound just like zooms out and then comes back in. And, yeah, and then they have to like do this awkward thing where they play the music again and they have to start it up again. That's this what I mean, like, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he had the, the Cantinflas mannerisms down, all his little ticks, like the, what, it's like a little hop that he does, and the, the mannerism with his, with his hands. I think the lines on the face made it more look more like a painting than uh, black and white, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting, but I feel like it could have used another um, draft. Like, think about it in a different way, or you need to highlight your face in a different way to give that effect. And yeah, I, I don't think that really made him look more like Cantinflas. Um, one thing I noticed, I feel like close up is he looks more like Cantinflas, but from far away, for some reason, it it didn't look as much. And yeah, I, I just I, when once he got the chance to speak in the the obteniendo el chacal portion of of the challenge, then I think I think he got it down. It was really good. Yes, I do like the look. Um, I kind of was waiting for color, though. I was a little disappointed that it was black and white. Because Cantiflas is very known for that. I think uh, his, like, red ascot. And, but I like this version of it. I'm not mad at it. And I, I, you're right. It doesn't look like Cantiflas, like, from far away. But once you get up close, the signature, like, mustache, I think that's what that's what makes mm-hmm. it more Cantiflas. Um, so I really liked it. I liked the the little twist on it. And as far as the portrayal of the character, the impersonation part, I think he lucked out that Ricky Lips gave him that that note of like, you need to, or was it Pepe? Somebody. They were like, you need to answer the question, but not really answer the question. You just kind of go mm-hmm. in circles. And I think mm-hmm. he lucked out that he got that. Because I don't know if he would have been able to come up with something. And I also think that if this was a longer challenge, the obteniendo el chacal, I think it would have gotten old. I think by like the third question, we'd have been like, okay, what else? You know? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's probably the case with a lot of them. Like, um, if you don't, especially if you're not just, if you're not trying to just be funny and you're actually just focusing on imitating uh then yeah if you're not providing laughs it can get a little old but yeah i think he did well yeah for the challenge for the two questions that he did or the one question 
It was mm-hmm. it was good. It was fine. Um, the well, he was one of the tops. It wasn't just fine. It was it was pretty good. I gotta say. Um, the next contestant is Ivisa Liosa as uh, Irma Serrano. Mm-hmm. La Tigresa. Um, for La Tigresa, I, I, I never knew of her, like, when she was young. I, I just remember. I feel like um, she was like, never young. <laughs> <laughs> She's been old and since I've known her. <laughs> and I think, I think, um, Ivisa and Mista both tried to avoid that uh, and maybe just like you said ricky lips kind of like scared them on touching on her old age um because it could have been like a cheap shot but i mean that's what i remember of of her so i didn't know how to really tell if they were actually acting like her besides like the the makeup uh on evisa i thought that was really irma serrano um, mm-hmm. And then she always had a thing like with her eyes, which she would open them pretty wide, and she was able to imitate that. And I like I like this look. It's it's not nothing surprising, nothing new, but I think it looks it looks really nice, really regal. Um, her performance in the challenge it didn't really stand out to me. Besides, I think she did a little. Um, she threw money at uh, Toxico. Yeah, and so that was that was funny, but I I don't know where the Irma Serrano came from. I guess she has a, mm, a reputation of uh, marrying or being with younger men. She so... kind of mentioned a lot of like my plastic surgery. She would mention something like, "Oh, porque mi cara está muy estirada con tantas cirugías." Um, she did some references to her plastic surgery, which I think didn't play well because mm-hmm. it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why she wanted to go for that route because she kind of was like, shit, I don't know what else about her. I don't know anything else. <laughs> I just know she has a lot of plastic surgery. Then pick another character. But she already had the outfit. What was she going to do? I don't know. What do, what do you think of her? I think the look is fine. I think the problem was the performance. That was... It could have been anybody. Like, literally. It could have been anybody. Uh, she didn't really give me Irma Serrano. Um, I think she would have... She should have gone with her instinct, in my opinion, and gone for, like, the old... The way she acts right now, which is very... I mean, she, it's kind of... I, I It could be, like, seen as offensive if she does it wrong. Because Irma Serrano is kind of... I, I looked her up, and she's kind of out of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her giving an interview with like the press, and she was eating a sandwich or something. <laughs> and all, there was microphones on her face. So it could go very that. Um, very offensive. But I think it would have been better than what she did. I just did. I, she, did she didn't give me anything. So... She looks good, though. That's amazing. Eating a sandwich during an interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's 80. Who can get away with it? She doesn't care. She's like, I'm 80. I don't care. 
Um, all right. So the next one is Regina Bronx. Not from the Bronx, but, you know, I don't know why she, her name is Bronx. But anyways, Regina. Uh, she, ooh, I love Regina. This was, I think this was my favorite of the challenge uh, of the episode. Um, so she was doing the India Maria and she was, she was super cute. Um, I love that she showed us her comedic side, which is what she was wanting to do. She was, she mentioned that, um, I, th I think she's mentioned it a couple of times that she didn't want to be seen as just the, the pretty one. Um, and I think she really proved herself this, this time around. Um, she really committed and made it funny, um, endearing and reminded me of the, like my childhood, the movies of Landia Maria that I used to watch and all that TV show. I do think that like the makeup could have used a little bit more sprucing up to look more like India Maria some exaggerations because uh, it was a little plain for me uh, but the mannerisms were there the look was there i love the uh i don't know an untangling or whatever of the dress when she was spinning and mm -hmm. so it's so, like a little bit of physical comedy and then she was in her undies and with like i think like little hearts on them uh i don't know that was that was just really really special to me yeah, and I, yeah, I just overall really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, she was one of the only ones that had, like, the full character down. She was answering questions and different, I mean, she always had that voice, but she would answer them. She wasn't just relying on one thing, mm -hmm. you know, like, kind of like Memo, like, so it was like a full character and yeah, I love the reference. I was not expecting her to do this. And I was like, yes, Linda Maria. Um, it was so, it was beautifully done. I mean, the, the, the outfit looks amazing. And this could have gone, it's, it could have looked pretty cheap. But mm -hmm. it looks very elevated, very polished. And I think she absolutely did it justice uh, i'm so glad to see this character back and i loved it i mean i just loved it I, I i do agree about the makeup i think she needed a little bit more like highlights on her face it looked a little matte or like all one color mm -hmm. so she kind of missed a little bit the mark on on the makeup but it, it was still it was still great like the the whole character was there so this was the one character that Johnny had mm -hmm. an issue with because he felt that it was a character or it is a character that is making fun of the indigenous people of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And everybody else and everybody else was like, no. Maribel Guardia was like, no, no. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to talk about it. I don't know. I think it just all depends on context, but on what the actual intention is. And I love the way that uh, Regina explained it and how personal of a character that is to her and how she did it with 
a lot of reverence and respect and and love for for her people and the character i don't know i i i understand Johnny's point of view as well and that is the case with a lot of characters that that existed um in early television and tv era um where they don't play the same um anymore and the thing that i found an issue with is Mm. So, because Joni was calling this out for being, I guess, uh, ver verging on racism and misogyny, but at the same time, he didn't say anything about Gloria Trevi's troubled <laughs> history as well. Um, and why didn't he call that out? Mm -hmm. uh, like, no one... <laughs> I don't know. It's not like, like why are you glamorizing this person kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, like he like he could if he's going to be the the um what's the word? Social I don't know like warrior. I I don't want to use that, but if he's if he's going to be policing them in that sense as well, which which is true, they should everyone should be socially conscious and you know, not intentionally offending people. But yeah, like, I feel like you gotta be all all across, like you can't just excuse one thing over the other. I, I know we've mentioned the issues that Gloria Trevi has had in the past. And I find it strange that he didn't mention that when he was calling out Regina for for portraying India Maria. Yeah, I just think he was kind of... I don't agree with it, first of all. I don't agree with his opinion. Um, I think it was done... I don't even have a problem with La India Maria. I don't think it's making... I don't think it's offensive. Um, and I think it's part of our culture it, it would be different i think if it was like some other culture doing it and they were they were like making fun of people that acted this way or that looked this way but this comes from our own culture this comes from our own people this comes from the people that that know the, these kinds of uh of women and it's not just like this this thing where oh i'm just gonna make fun of this thing that I've seen because I thought it was funny. You don't know anything about the Mexican culture or the culture in which that person lives in. I think it's, um, yeah, I just, I just thought it was, it was unnecessary for him to bring it up because it's, it was clearly not, nobody was offended. Like, he was the only one that was like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, what made you uncomfortable? What did she do? Like, if I feel like a lot of the times the people that are offended are people that are not even in that culture or not even, like, connected or don't even, like, um, the women there, I would think they would have been, they should have more of a right to be offended than a man. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like, do your thing. And Maribel was just like, she was like, yeah, this is part of our culture. And 
Yari was as well. And so I don't know why it is that most, a lot of the times where when people are offended, it's like they're, they don't even have the right in a way to get offended because they're sometimes not even, they're getting offended in, on behalf of someone else. But I haven't seen, unless maybe there are, I don't haven't seen any like indigenous. Well, Regina is from that, right? She even said like, I come from this, yeah. from the same like kind of background as La India Maria, like from a, a small rancho. And she's playing homage to this, to this character that, that is known. So I think Johnny should just leave. I mean, he has the right to feel whatever he feels like. But if anybody should be offended or have a right to do a character is people that that actually come from that background. And I mean, I know he's Mexican too, but I think I feel like he might not be in. There's a difference. Mexico, it's a big uh, country. So there's, you know, there's small ranchos and La India Maria is based on this character that comes from like a small uh, ranchito and you know very very uh humble and so i don't know if that's johnny's background maybe it is i don't know but i feel like regina she has more of a right to to portray this character in the way that she wants um plus it's not even offensive that la india maria so i don't find an issue with it <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, yeah, I just liked it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a tough thing. And like, I want to see both sides because it's been a long time since I've seen the character and the movies that she's in. So uh, I don't know what kinds of jokes they tell. So they can very well have certain um jokes that don't play well uh, anymore uh but yeah i don't know uh, I, but yeah i i think regina did a really really good job all right the next contestant is rudy reyes so she's doing Nurka marcos the ever so lovable Nurka marcos you know we had some we had some of the girls who um, decided not to talk during the runway. And then I feel like Rudy should have been one of the ones not to talk. <laughs> she started singing as soon as she came out. And I, Nurka is not known for her good singing. So I think that was a, she should have stayed away from that. And just the whole look. I mean, Nurka's kind of like, um, what's the, what's the term? Is it like cabaret or? Because she's always like semi nude. Yeah, <laughs> like showgirl. Controversial in the way. She, yeah, like a showgirl, and she's pretty controversial in the way she speaks. Um, she just speaks her mind, and so I I get what she was going for as far as the look, but it was rough, like. Uh, yeah she did not pay attention to the details and, and i mean she said that all of the stuff she had to borrow from the other girls and i don't know what happened to her to her luck 
I don't know if she's one of the ones that Yaddy was talking about where her look was not finished by whoever she hired. But yeah, it, it just looked uh, thrown together at the last minute. And what was what was with that Muppet on her back? I, I didn't get that. Yeah, this was one of the weaker ones for sure. I mean, she did a good job dancing and I think she pulled it off as far as like, um, she chose somebody that was going to play to her strengths and I think that was smart. It's just the character wasn't there really. Um, I think she was just being loud and that's not enough. You you have to find some kind of like, what's that word? The essence? I guess like, mm-hmm. uh, like, an, like the essence or pick something about them and kind of like, exaggerate that mm-hmm. and just being loud is not enough even though new york guy's a little loud i mean she's pretty loud but when every time i hear her speak or hear her speak she's a little like she's getting in the like everybody's face or just being like i don't know she i feel like she's always talking always like having drama with somebody yeah uh but yeah i was really weak the the whole thing the look to the performance was weak uh, the next contestant is another Irma Serrano, uh, Mr. Boo. Mm-hmm. I feel like she did not know how to leave herself out of this character because of the way she looks. She's very like gypsy like. Um, and if we're comparing this to um, what Ivisa uh, chose as her as her look, it, they're very opposite. So I I think I think this is more like Mista than Irma Serrano, and I think like her acting, she could have pushed it a little further. She seemed she seemed like she was holding back a little, perhaps because she didn't really know how to act like her. I don't I don't think she was terrible or anything, but this was definitely not a, one of my favorites. It's just. There was nothing that stood out to me. Um, the makeup was good. Um, I mean, like the highlights and stuff, I do agree with. Um, I think it was Letal always looks at the makeup that she could have done a little blending of it more. But yeah, I mean, it was it was an okay overall. Uh, yeah, it was it was forgettable. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was just forgettable. It's just like the other Irma. There was nothing there. There was no characterization. It was more of just a look. And she kind of wanted to just speak slowly, I think. That was her way of impersonating um, Irma. But there was nothing else. Speaking slowly and like you're old is not enough. I mean, she's she's a whole character. you got to find something more than just um, speaking slowly. And the dress is... <laughs> Is it a, I think it's not, I think it's a two piece. I think it's like a skirt and a dress. But anyways, the skirt does not, it hits her in the wrong spot. It's like at her ankles. It looks so off. Yeah, it makes I her don't like look it. small. Yeah. It's just the wrong cut. And um, the hair and the makeup are good. It's just the, the outfit is, it's off. And the performance was off. So off with her head. Let's go to the next contestant. Um, it's Avi-esque. Avi-esque as... What's her name? Doña Lucha? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doña Lucha. Um, man, she... She was very rough 
all around. She had I mean, just that look is that Doña Lucha look is just too simple and it already looks like a costume. So it, it she pushed it even further. It looks like a costume. I did like some of the face takes that she was doing, but she could definitely have pushed herself further. That reveal was totally botched, unfortunately. Like she has, she all, she keeps having these wardrobe malfunctions. I don't know mm-hmm. what she's doing that she's not practicing or whatever, but it keeps happening to her. And it's come on, you just need to figure it out. And and I figured she was going to get red for bringing bringing it back to Aviesque with a with a reveal. Because they, they told them, they warned them, you, you got to get leave yourself behind. So I was expecting that. And that the reveal was not that original either. So overall, it was not a good week for Aviesque. And she was definitely too timid in the challenge part. I, I don't even know why she padded so big. Like, I'm looking at photos of Doña Lucha right now. She doesn't even seem like like a big lady. I mean, she's not skinny, but she's not, like, a big lady. And she made her look like she was, like, overweight. Which was, yeah, it was just kind of weird. And made her head look, like, really small. Which, I mean, it kind of, I mean, compared to her body, it was. Um, I think it was just that other look that was the spotlight for her. (laughs) And she didn't care how this one came out. Yeah, I think that's what it was. She focused on the reveal instead of the the first, uh, the character look. And that didn't even make sense. I was so lost. I was like, why does she have neon hair? And why does she have... It just was so, so confusing for me, like watching Aviesque. I, I knew she was going to be in the bottom because this was just... And if she wasn't in the bottom, I was going to be like... I mean, I'm kind of used to it with this show, but I was like, wow, she needs to, she needs to be in the bottom for this. The the whole challenge was just weird. She didn't really answer the question as her character. She like literally just kind of made her voice a little higher. And that's pretty much it. And there was nothing there. There was just nothing there. The look was off. The whole performance was off. And so, yeah. I mean, rightfully, she landed in the bottom. The, the next contestant is Madison as Maria Felix. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, like I don't really know how Maria Felix uh, acts. So, I mean, I think she committed pretty well to it. But I felt like she was very repetitive. She was one of the ones that we were talking about that. Um, I mean, one, you can definitely tell she did not. She did not try to throw any jokes out there. Um, it was more about the character i mean the judges liked it so i guess that's good but i felt like she kept doing the same thing over and over like she kept like pointing out to the crowd and saying her name a lot uh which may as well be things that she does a lot but i don't know i felt i felt like she could not latch on to other aspects of of this person that um, she just kept repeating herself instead. She looks great. <laughs> yeah. She looks good. Um, 
Yeah, she does look good. And you're right. The performance, the the characters just it was one note. And it it's weird because I would have wanted them to be funny because it is kind of like a show. <laughs> Don't you want to like entertain mm-hmm. people? Um, so it it was just kind of like, okay, when is she gonna stop? Like when is she gonna be off screen? Like like it was just kind of to me. I wanted. I was waiting for like a punchline or something, or for it to go somewhere. And no, she was just kind of talking, and yeah, she was answering the questions in this voice. Uh, so I guess that was good. I mean, that's what they were looking for. So, I mean, good for her. But as a as a viewer, I'm just like, where's this going? Like, it was kind of weird. But um, yeah, it was one note. But she looks great, and she at least had some kind of character there and even though it got repetitive and a little weird i mean it worked for the one question that they had (laughs) you know they only had to like answer one question so good i mean that was that was good um good on her uh the next contestant is winter um first is it is it cheating that she had the name of who she was imitating on the podium because shouldn't we be able to tell by her by her acting and and stuff i don't know it felt a little cheap to me don't you think that probably yeah i think so like you should be able to portray without bringing a sign out that says oh this is who i'm portraying yeah you're right exactly but um yeah and i mean the looks were really rough i know at first like it took me it took me a second until they actually had to go do the um the dating show portion to figure out what she was doing because um i was like so is this the president and the president turns into a drag queen yeah that's what i thought and no, but it, and I mean, I guess technically she did. <laughs> Laura Leon, uh, pretty drag queeny to me. But yeah, so she was trying to portray Laura Leon, and it just did not come through. Um, the when when she got to talk, like it came and went. The only thing was that signature sing, singing style of Laura Leon. But other than that. Mm, I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, it. just her whole thing was overly complicated because now that I'm thinking about it, it looks like wasn't wasn't Laura Leon in a novella called El Premio Mayor with... Uh, wasn't she in that? I think with so. With guy that wins, like, it, the lottery and... Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And his name was Huicho or something? Yes, Huicho Dominguez or something. Wow, how do I remember that? <laughs> uh, so I think she was doing something like that on stage, something to do with that. And somehow the um, the president stood for Huicho. I don't know. It was just too complicated. Um, but I guess in a sense she was trying to achieve what she wanted to do, which is like have some sort of political 
the commentary. But if you have to explain it, then it's probably not worth it in the end. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I appreciate her effort, but not enough effort, actually. <laughs> it was it was rough. Yeah, I, you can tell she was confused. <laughs> she literally chose two different characters. She's like, I don't know. I'll Three just do at this point, it seems like. It was just, it had nothing to do with the other, the characters didn't, you know, they didn't really have anything to do with each other. So it was confusing. I think I needed a sign for the other outfit too, because I didn't know who that was. And one of the things that she she missed was the the boobs. Like they told her like, you need to pad because Laura Leon has a cuerpazo and you know, or hat, I guess. Or maybe she still does. I don't know. I haven't seen her recently. But that was one of the things that would have... Well, I mean, it would have been hard to portray the guy and then her. But I, I get probably why she didn't do it. But um, it was confusing. And a lot of this episode was confusing. And I, I you can tell that she was just kind of pulling it out of her ass. Like, the voice, that's the only thing she knew. Like, that's why she sang. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's all I know about her. That she has this singing voice. And there was nothing else. Yeah, I, I I think this was... I mean, this was a huge, huge miss. She had this whole setup with, like, the podium and all this stuff. And then she kind of just threw it away and turned into Laro Leon, which was kind of... I was like, what? What are you doing, Winter? Like, and that wig, it was cute. I mean, it was kind of cute, but, like, it kind of looked like spaghetti. Like, shiny <laughs> spaghetti. And it was just, it was not a good day for winter. It was not a a good winter day. Winter. Or, yeah. Something like that. There's, there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the next contestant is Luna as Veronica Castro. La Vero Castro... I'm very conflicted on this, this one. Um, I think the look, the look is definitely Vero. And I, I don't know, there was an element missing for me. I know that the judges really like this, but for me, I, maybe it's because I've seen better impressions of her. And one of the things I think, like the makeup did not do it for me. It was not exaggerated enough. I just remember early, early Vero Castro, like her, her makeup was very caked on (laughs) and yeah, it just, she didn't push it further enough. The voice was getting there. I think she was better in the actual practice than when she uh, actually was on the runway or the challenge. Um, She felt a little insecure in... Uh, once she got up there. Yeah, I think she, she could have definitely used some more practice with that. Yeah, and she was one of the ones that maybe because of nerves or something, she kept like stammering over and over and repeating the same joke, especially when she was doing her little routine on the pasarela. So I don't know. I, I Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like it. I didn't, I didn't think... She didn't really give me Veronica Castro, in my opinion. I don't know. 
She gave you Christian Castro. <laughs> in his in his mom's drag, I guess. This was yeah, I like the choice and I love that somebody chose Veronica Castro. But the the makeup looks a little clowny. And the the um the performance, like you said. Yeah, I noticed that too, that she was more she was she was more spot on in her uh rehearsal. And mm-hmm. I think when she came out, you can see that she was trying to be funny, but like the people weren't laughing. And mm-hmm. I think that's what threw her off. Um, and so she just kind of got nervous and really insecure. So I think that's why she she didn't perform as well. But why did you I mean I don't know if they asked them to do something on stage. She should have just stuck to doing the questions and I think she would have been good. But the fact that she did this whole, I think hers was the longest, I want to say. Like she did a whole like award show pretty much. And I was just like, what are you doing? No. Yeah. <laughs> it was never. It didn't, it didn't hit that well. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, and I think she wanted to be funny, but like it just wasn't. It wasn't funny. And um I think she was relying on like the voice to make them laugh. So, it was hard because she had the character down. It's just she didn't take it far enough and she got nervous. So, that's why it just didn't work. But the alpha, I like the dress though. The dress was cute. I think if she would have just focused on just like everybody else, mostly like Madison, don't try to be funny if you're not funny, I guess. If that's not the challenge, yeah. if she would have just focused on actually like it being like Veronica, I think she would have been more comfortable instead of having that pressure on herself that she has to be funny. So, mm-hmm. um, so that is everybody. That is all the famous celebrities. If we can call some of them celebrities anymore, I don't know. That is up for debate. And all right. So, so Regina Bronx and Memo Reiri win this week's challenge. And both of them are named La Mas Famosa. By the way, um, I was like, shouldn't, wouldn't they be calling it Le, Le Mas? Famosa? I don't know. I don't know what Johnny is up to, but I feel like he's going to change it in the next season. It's going to be Le Mas Famosa. <laughs> or Famose. I don't know. Anyways, Avies Koo and Winter land in the bottom and have to lip sync to Chacalón by Maribel Guardia. In the, the end, classic. Maribel... The classics. Yes. <laughs> in the end, Maribel Guardia refuses to eliminate anyone and Rika Lips vote for both queens to be eliminated. And then the episode ends because we don't get a resolution. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was a, what we have been predicting because there's too many queens. Um, yeah, I think we called it in the beginning. We we're like, there's going to be a double elimination. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And there should be another one, actually. It's just still too many. Um, I feel like they're getting the episodes are getting longer but there's mm-hmm. less queens. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. happening? Yeah, and they, I think they are. So first thing I wanted to mention is Maribel Guardia, the guest judge. 
she points out that, and I guess kind of setting it up for the the actual end of the episode. But when they ask her about her opinions on who's in the bottom, who she thinks is in the bottom, she's like, um, I have not seen the rest of the competition, so I feel like it's not fair that I judge the girls in that way. And that's what we've been, we've been saying all along as well, that I how know. are they going to have them eliminate, well, not even judge, but then take the ownership of eliminating someone when they don't really know them. And yeah, and that kind of leads into the whole um, thing where she's like, I do not want to eliminate Aviesk or Winter. I'm not going to make that decision. And that's when they leave it up to Ricky Lips. And yeah, so what what was with that cut to black thing? It's just it was weird. I have no idea. It's very weird. I don't know if like I honestly don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna be like, oh no, you both stay or you both get eliminated. That's what it seems like. It seems like like it's leading to another twist. Yes. But Come on, that's a cop out. Unless they're going to be like, you both stay in the next episode two, uh, you leave or something like that. Because Ricky Lips, why are they going to let Ricky Lips, who's been there like literally for minutes, eliminate somebody? Like that is, if that happens, that is messed up. I would be mad. I would be so mad. I mean, it's no difference than any other guest judge doing it, so... Just... <laughs> Ricky Lips was like, okay, I'll eliminate both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She did not think about it twice. Uh, it's funny because Maribel Guardia, I feel like she actually refused to eliminate anybody. And then the producers were like, oh shit, what did we do? Because um, mm-hmm. she was just like, I don't care. I don't even care if you don't invite me. I don't care. This stage is so small. Like, I don't even care what oh, you're yeah, sitting in this box. <laughs> She's like, I don't care if, if you don't want to invite me back because of this. <laughs> she saw the food of Guapa, Papa Guapa. She's like, I don't care. They don't invite me back. That food is gross. <laughs> she so they were they were kind of like playing hot potato with the whole thing because they were like, no, no, you you're gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. And and then yeah, that's how it lands on Ricky Lips. Yeah. Uh, but that lip sync was pretty rough in itself. Aviesk had a third look on <laughs> under there. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. So, I mean, I guess she's really trying to sell her designs, which I can't I can't blame a girl for trying. If she's going to be eliminated, yeah. might as well um, get her stuff out there. And I'm sure she is going to get a lot of requests because she's been serving some great looks so far. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I'm going to put in my order. <laughs> she's going to she's going to ghost you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go on Instagram live and be like this person. Somebody <laughs> has not given me my costumes or whatever. Memo, um, Memo actually called them out, at, but they bleeped it. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> Maybe because they're going to have them next season. They're going to be like, were you the one that did this to Memo? 
always going to find drama. Could be. Yeah. All righty. Anything else that you want to say? Any final thoughts? Mm, besides adding Chacalon to the Billboard Top 100 soon. No, that's it. <laughs> uh alrighty so that is it for this week's episode thank you so much for joining us um where can they find you online you can follow me at hello braulio um h-e-l-l-o-b-r-a-u-l-i-o and you can follow the podcast at guinness la mas on instagram where we will have the looks of the week uh we just passed 200 followers so yeah <laughs> um and you can send us any comments questions uh on our email it's gonna be quienes at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast five stars it really helps us to get our show out there so we would appreciate that and where can they find you, Yigi? I know. You guys don't know. Like, I go and search for a podcast. And then, like, some other podcasts come up that haven't been active in, like, years. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? We're over here doing shows weekly. And these other shows are, like, not having put up an episode in, like, years. And they're still ahead of us. It's very... It's not fair. Go give us five stars. Help us get up there. Help us be like, you know. Um, anyways, you can find me on Instagram at yes, it's yee. That's Y-E-S-I-T-S-Y-I-Y-I. And um, yeah, I just want to thank the, I mean, I don't think the queens listen to this, but I think we've been getting followers because they keep reposting our stories to their stories. So thank you so much. Um, if you listen to the episode and are offended about something you say, um, we still appreciate the support, I guess. And maybe if they listen to it, they're probably not going to share it anymore. But, you know, we're still going to be saying or, this is we, our opinion. So, you know, we say it. We say things because we care. Yes. And it's for entertainment. So it's not serious. We're Everybody's doing i'm pretty sure they're all getting booked and getting money or whatever so yeah thank you so much for for the support and for joining us this week and we'll see you next week next time bye Why are you wearing that again?